Welcome back to the Nonstop Dan Travel Diaries podcast, my dear friends. It's great to have you here. In today's episode, we're going to talk about something a little bit different, a little deep. I've really been thinking about this the past like week. I've almost taken it like a break from my Instagram stories because I'm really struggling with being vulnerable. Now, this is something I've never spoken about and it's like I know some people have a very easy time with it. Some people have a very hard time. I've always had a very, very hard time being vulnerable with people I don't know extremely well. Even with people I know well, I can't really let down my walls. I can't just uh, talk about my deepest feelings and that stuff. And ultimately, what I want is to be able to be completely vulnerable with you guys. So I'm trying to get there. I'm really learning how to do it. And I think this podcast episode could be one of the places where I practice that and I'm saying right off the bat that this is going to be an episode that has several parts. This is the first discussion on this topic, but it is so, so big. There's so much to say. I want to hear what my friends think. So there's going to be continuations in the future, but it's Monday and you know what that means. We're here for another episode. So this podcast episode will have two main topics. The first one is thinking how travel would give me happiness actually made me less happy. And the second is trying to live more in the now and not always longing for the future. All right. So in case you didn't read the title, today's episode is about finding happiness through travel. This is such a widely discussed topic. And I think a lot of people just have the assumption that a lot of travel makes you happy. People want to go traveling so that they can live happier lives. And to some extent, traveling does make you happy. And I was always under the impression that as soon as I get out of my hometown, as soon as I can go to these places I've been dying to go and I can see the world, that's when I will become the happiest person ever. And the more places I see, the more time I travel, the happier I will become. Now, You have to think about this in a few different ways. Firstly, there are like travel is an industry that makes profits just like any anything else, really, like people sell products and they make you think that this new hair product or this new meal, these will be the keys to happiness. And travel actually works the same way. A lot of companies are bombarding us with messages, even influencers that travel is the key to a happy life. The whole point is that you go to Bali or you go to some exotic place and you find yourself. Well, having traveled for, I guess it's been about two years now of very, very frequent travel, almost 100 flights a year. I spent weeks and weeks in all types of countries. And this kind of relates to my uh, discussion about my university. I am leaving that for a separate episode, though. But at my university, I will be moving to a new country every semester so that is like I even managed to incorporate the travel element into my school which is crazy I'm very happy I could do it because it's a growth experience but what my experience has been over these two years of very frequent travel and of course I traveled before then and going to mostly places that I've dreamt about going my entire life I really learned that travel does give you joy, definitely temporary joy. There are many moments where you feel happy. There are many moments where you're more excited and your life is just more thrilling than it would be at home, but it doesn't really give you lasting happiness. Now, 
the products of traveling might give you happiness. For example, you might make some great friends, who, which I've done, and they are truly sources of happiness that have lasted. I have some memories, of course, that I really love. But overall, the act of traveling itself, at least for me, didn't make me a happier person. In fact, in some ways, it made me less happy because my entire youth, I was always yearning to get out of my hometown. I felt so, so stuck, which goes into like a complicated situation with my parents' divorce. Uh, I really didn't have much choice in where which parent I was going to live with. They were on opposite sides of the ocean. And I just felt very stuck. So my entire youth, I n- had this insanely strong urge to get away. I knew that I needed to leave my hometown. These people I felt were like, I just had more grandiose ambitions. I couldn't relate to what they wanted to do in life. I couldn't see the world from the same perspective. And that was ultimately my problem because internally I was just dealing with being different from these people by sort of explaining it in the sense that, well, I'm more international. I have this uh, international flair that I want to explore and these other people don't have it, which obviously isn't necessarily true. And especially now that I go to a truly international school, I realize that my background, although I was born in the UK and have an American dad and a Swedish mom, it's not super international. But in any case, I just always assumed as I was unhappy with my life here, that leaving the country would make me happy. And this was such a core belief that I held that when I actually started traveling and was expecting this surge of constant happiness that didn't come, I was really hit hard. I was thinking to myself, what am I doing wrong? What is wrong with me that I'm not finding the happiness that I always assumed I would be able to find? Something in this cycle made me less happy because the one solution, the one key to my problems, and the one way that I thought I could be happier wasn't really doing that much for my overall happiness, which was really, really tough to deal with. And moving, like now that it's I'm two years in, I know that seriously, going to a new place, it is a lot of fun. It's like going to an amusement park or that that type of activity that will give you temporary joy many times. But in the long run, my general state of mind, I do think I am quite a happy person. I always like laugh, I smile, and I feel very positive. So it's not that I'm unhappy. It's just that I've always thought that there's more, there's like this high that I can get. And that's what I thought travel would give me. So basically, now that I realize, now that I'm on the other side, and I know that, okay, there's more to happiness than just travel. And by the way, it's crazy. I was just talking about consumerism before and how we think we can buy happiness. Happiness in itself is almost like that's what we're buying. We're not buying products. We're not buying a trip. Many times, unless we're going to explore the history of a place or something like that, we are buying happiness. So the thing that actually inspired me to do this podcast episode was that I'm reading the book 10% Happier by Dan Harris. Uh, I'm going through like a series of self-help books and fictional books. And this one so far has just really touched me because long story short, it's about 
an ABC News anchor. He's worked for Good Morning America, all these things. And he was just really, really struggling with finding internal peace, listening to his, the voice in his head. And it ended up, thank God I haven't done this, but he ended up turning to drugs. Um, and one day he just had a panic attack on live TV. It was really an intense situation. And what ended up happening is that to get out of this weird place he was in, he started reading all these self-help books and he discovered meditation and the power, especially, of trying to live in the now as much as possible. It's a really fascinating and funny story. I really strongly recommend you listen to it. This is not uh, sponsored by the book or anything, but I do happen to have an affiliate link to Audible through Amazon, so you can listen to two audiobooks for free, which is quite an unusual offer, I think, but yeah, you get two, so you can listen to 10% Happier and another one if you sign up for the trial, if you go to nonstopdan.com slash audible, that's nonstopdan.com slash audible, and honestly, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you'd see that I'm reading a new book every week. I've been doing it for a month, so I've been through about four and a half books now, and this is my favorite so far. So basically, why I mentioned it is that there's this struggle to find happiness. And now that I've spent the past three weeks at home in Sweden, a place that really I didn't feel so happy growing up, I'm now realizing that it's all in my head. I can find happiness at home. I don't have to fly around the world just to try to find it. I could be in my bedroom and meditate or just think positive thoughts and my happiness will seriously increase. So I really think that one of the biggest problems when it comes to trying to enjoy travel is also living in the future because so much of the trip, at least for me and I think for many other people, there's so much planning, there's so much anticipation and excitement for the flights or for the fancy hotel or whatever, that you tend to forget to live in the now. And what's crazy, when I was traveling back to back to back, just taking one trip to another, that element just, like, I was on one trip, enjoying one destination that I had been looking forward to so, so much, and I'm just waiting and looking forward to the next, so I'm not even enjoying where I am, because my focus is constantly on what's coming next. Okay, what's the next destination? What am I going to do there? Where am I going to stay? And I didn't even give myself enough time between the trips since they were back to back to take like a moment at home to regroup to make plans for the next trip. Instead, I had to do it while I was already on the first one, which took time away. It took away the enjoyment of just living in that moment and enjoying what we were paying for and what we were there to really make the most out of. And like just going back to growing up, I think also when I went to New York like three three times a year usually to visit my dad, uh, I would look forward to those trips so much for weeks or even months. I'd be waiting and waiting and waiting for the day to come. I had one of those sad countdown apps on my phone. I used it all the way through high school. Like I used to be the type of person who would just be waiting for something so big. I'd check every day to see how many days were left. And then I'd go. And what like really, really bothers me looking back is that I would go to New York and then I'd have nightmares almost always my first night of that, like, I was home, the trip was over, and I hadn't enjoyed it. 
And then as we started getting closer to the end, like five, four, three, two, one days left, the anxiety started to come in. And I was like, oh my God, it's ending soon. And on the third day, I would be in horror that, oh my God, I only have three days left. And then, oh my God, I only have two days left. And it would go on and on like this, like ridiculous, because what's really the the difference between being there on day one and like the second last day, I'm still in that place. And instead of enjoying it and making the most out of the moment, I was so focused on the future. And this is like, it's just a mumble jumble, this discussion, but this really relates to the book that I've been reading, 10% Happier, and how we need to learn and I need to learn to live and enjoy every moment for what it is right now. Of course, you can think about the past and you can think about the future and you can appreciate it, but there is so much value and so much wonderful, uh, th- so many wonderful things to enjoy in the present moment that we forget because we're so focused on an upcoming trip or like graduating college so we can take a round the world trip and finally be happy when in this moment we can find things that make us happy and I think just embracing this mentality especially uh, going into college and this summer I've really really tried to enjoy every moment as much as I can and I think it's done wonders for my YouTube channel and everything just my thoughts have flowed have uh, flowed more clearly I feel like I'm more positive and yes the moral of this podcast episode that I really want you to take away is that please 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 don't anticipate too much from your travels there is so much to learn so many incredible experiences to have amazing people to meet But the one thing I find that travel can't give you is changing your basic or your internal emotional structure. Like if you're inherently negative or you're depressed, which I'm not saying I was, but I have some friends who are like this and they just think that, okay, getting away from this town will solve all my problems And I really learned that that's not the case. Today is a day when I can start working on this. I can address what's making me unhappy here and what will make me unhappy anywhere or what is preventing me from making the most out of my experiences and enjoying them as much as I can. Because ultimately, travel is just a way to elevate at some points your everyday life and get away. And it's really effective because I think when sometimes people say that travel changed their life and it made them so much happier what what is really what the the change that is really occurring there is that people are getting a break from their everyday life they're getting time to reflect upon what they're doing every day when they're in this constant grind and they can't stop so when they take a trip sometimes it's a moment to pause it's a moment to reflect but what we need and what I'm trying like what I'm really trying to implement in my life is moments like that all the time. Every day, I need time to reflect and just enjoying the now because if you can't enjoy the now now, then it's unlikely you'll be able to do it on your next trip either. On that note, I hope you all enjoyed this podcast episode. It was so much fun and very, very surprisingly interesting to think about this and talk about it. I'm so happy you listened and I hope you found it interesting and hopefully you'll take something good away that you can think about before your next big trip as well.
Once again, this podcast is not sponsored by Audible or 10% Happier, but if you want to read the book, which I strongly recommend, you can do it for free by going to nonstopdan.com slash audible. You'll be supporting me a little bit and also getting this book for free and another one of your choice. So I really hope you check that out. I hope you enjoyed spending this time with me. And until I talk to you all next week, fly safe.